Greetings and salutations and welcome back to yet another Primal Beats Podcast. I'm your host with the most, Mano Mano Don P, the game huncho, here to kick back some more of that game cypher on that extraordinary commentary because you know it's very necessary mm-hmm. on the play-by-play of Primal Attraction so that you won't have to pay for play and receive an ego subtraction while that extraction. And as always, for me and mine, you and all of yours, I sincerely hope all is well and well is all. I'm wishing you well from the wishing well. Yes, sir. Hey, man, we back at it again, man. <laughs> one more again for one more time for some more ism. I want to thank you all for tuning in. Make sure y'all hit up that Cash App and that PayPal. Y'all know what to do, man. Also, bring a friend, tell another, bring a brother. You feel me? Let's get into this, man. I got a great show that I want to, that I'm going to present again to each and every one of you again. And what I want to talk about is how men suffer in silence. Yeah, man. Men suffering in silence. And this and today's show was inspired because just the other day in my city, there was a guy who committed uh who self-deleted himself on the highway. They found him in his car, just gone. And this leads me to something that I really wish to discuss. I think it's very imperative for me to, under, to, to bring this to light about how, excuse me, about how and why a lot of guys suffer in silence. You know, many would tell you that a man's value is predicated on his ability to provide for others. You know, Men have become like the mules of society. A lot of people don't understand that men, we have feelings too. Men, we're human. You know, and a lot of guys can suffer with, dare I say, you know, low self-worth. A lot of guys can feel that they're alienated. You know? Because there's always pressure on men to provide for the women, the children, many cases, their mother, sisters, other brothers, people, right? Like Chris Rock once said before in his stand-up comedian, he said only women, children, and pets are loved unconditionally. A man is always on condition of his ability to provide. You know, society tells a man, if you don't make X amount of dollars, if you're not rich or financially successful, that you are nothing. And this can cause a lot of guys to, that are not maybe in a certain financial bracket or or guys who are not in a certain financial position 
to feel that they don't even matter. To feel that they're not even worthy of love. They're not worthy of a woman. They're not worthy of anything. Right? And even for the guys that are able to provide. For the guys that are in a position of financial abundance to do for others. They can still feel very lonely. Because now the question is, if I didn't have this money. If I wasn't a six or seven figure dude. How would people really feel about me? Even in the scripture it says that a rich man has many friends. What does that mean? What was it saying? It was saying that a rich man, a man that's successful. Everybody wants to be his friend. Everyone wants to be around him. This is why you'll look at a lot of celebrities, a lot of professional athletes. And when they're not in the spotlight or the limelight anymore, a lot of these guys still go through deep manic depression. I mean, dead ass. They feel like they're half the man because they're not making the money that they did make once before. And now they see the, you know, the light diminishing. And now people are not checking for them anymore. No, um, they may have fallout with family and with friends because maybe they may have to cut back. They're not able to pay people with rents and mortgages and utilities and car notes anymore. You know, um, I've heard of one former NBA player, Michael Beasley, talk about this. You'll see podcasts nowadays with a lot of athletes that may speak on these issues. Right. So, you know, and the thing about it also in society is that people don't really feel sorry for men. There is no empathy for men because people feel like, hey, you are a male. Why don't you have it? Go out there and get it and go and do this. You know, people are always yelling at men. You know, many of you guys under the sound of my voice. You know, society looks at a man as a bum or a loser if he doesn't have this or doesn't have that by this age or that age. This explains why you see they why you know they have these stats of how they say around the world that men commit suicide at at five times the rate of women. Five times the rate of women. See, you gotta understand, bro. And this is why I tell you guys, man. Your girl will never understand the challenges of you as a man. Your mother will never understand what we go through as men. Even a lot of other men are not empathetic to other men as we should be. I, I have to say that. You know, as men, we don't have hotlines we can call. There is no communal of real, true brotherhood. So a lot of guys can feel lonely, <laughs> depressed. They can feel pressure. A whole lot of things. Because in our society, men are not praised and venerated and appreciated nearly 
as much as women are. See, people will feel sorry for women. People, people, people will do charity for women. People are more in the understanding and empathetic to women. I mean, we can even take a lot of guys with their own children. Their children. Children are much more forgiving and understanding to their mom than they are to their dad. I mean, in a man's world, it seems like everybody can be against you. It doesn't take much for a man to be touted as a bad guy, no matter how inherently good he is. It doesn't take much to people to hold grudges against a man to take things personal against a man. Like, unlike they would with the woman. See, I'm breaking all this down to show you why a lot of guys suffer in silence. See, because even when you're dealing with women, bro, a woman don't understand why you don't have it. They may not understand why a guy isn't broke. You're a man. You're supposed to have it. You're supposed to be able to provide. You're supposed to. What's up? And see, that's why I tell you guys yet again that when you're dealing with a woman... She really cannot console you that way. All the pillow talking, trying to cry with a bra. In fact, women have a tendency to be the man down for that. Women have a tendency. This is not all women, but most women are not going to be empathetic and compassionate to a man that's maybe trying to get his things together, trying to get his shit together. It ain't easy, bro. It's not. And especially in our society, when it's every man for himself. And our world in this concrete jungle, it's a doggy dog world. In this concrete jungle, of being a man, even other men are not going to really help you and want to mentor you, whether it's a father, whether it's an uncle, whether it's a grandfather, because believe it or not, a lot of guys secretly are competing against you. I mean, even if a guy could give you, you know, the information on, you know, acquiring 100000 in business credit or what to do to be more successful and a better life. A lot of guys are not going to tell you that, bro. I got to be honest. I've been there. I've, I've been there, done that. When you have a lot of older guys who are secretly competing against you. Now, listen, man, you may look at this guy as an OG. He could, again, he could be your father. He could be your uncle. He could just be an OG that you know you sincerely may respect. He'll never tell you what to do to get ahead. Because subconsciously, men are always competing against other men. Every guy wants to be the head honcho. Every guy wants to be the uh every guy wants to be the uh the skipper, if you will. Wants to be the big wig. Every man wants to be the man. Let me say that again. Every man wants to be the man. Every guy wants to be the big chief. Not the little Indian. You guys got to understand that. And there are a lot of guys who naturally are haters. Because most men are insecure. A lot of guys may... Be insecure about their status. 
Some guys may be insecure about little petty superficial things such as their height or their looks. You know, concerned about getting the best woman they can have for them. Right? So a lot of times, men are not allowed to be vulnerable. Men are not really allowed to open up and say what their fears are. For fear of someone trying to ridicule them. For fear of someone else, whether it's a male or whether it's another male or a female, trying to be condescending or, you know, um, insulting to them. I mean, dead ass. So a lot of times, bro, this is why it's important for men and for us to have our solitude. There are a lot of guys that cry in silence to themselves. I know this for a fact. You know? But those tears that men have, man, we learn how to use them as tears of strength, not tears of sorrow. You know, they've always said that the sweetest revenge for a man is success. And that's why a lot of men sometimes when we when you become successful and everything, you want to show it off. You begin to grandstand because everyone had ever doubted you. Everyone that said you knew it wasn't good enough, you wasn't tall enough, you wasn't fast enough, you wasn't smart enough. Everyone that ever spoke any ill of you. That's why when guys get up and they get on their feet, it's like, yeah, I'm the man. What's that shit you was talking? You doubted me. You said I couldn't. You said I can't. You said I wouldn't. And that is our testimony. When a man comes up and rises from the ashes and goes through the ranks and he's kind of like that concrete rose. The guy that came up from the bottom. The guy that turned nothing into something. Because in a man's world, nothing is given to us. In a man's world, people are really not nice to men. We have to fight and claw and scrape for everything that we get, for everything that we earn. You know, it's not like, for an example, women. All a woman really has to do is show up and play nice. They can get dates, they can get offers, they get tickets to venues, they can get a, a woman can get a whole lifestyle funded. See, this is why naturally a lot of men will never understand women and women damn sure won't understand men. Because men, we have to work for every single thing that we get. There is no welfare for men. There is no philanthropy for men. There is no generosity towards men. That's all reserved for women, children, and the elderly. Men get nothing. Most men are not even appreciated, commemorated, and appreciated by their own women. A lot of men come home and maybe he's done everything. He's given everything. He's given the all his all. He's given the best of himself. He's given the greatest of himself. And when he comes home, his woman don't run to the door and jump into his arms and say, baby, I really appreciate you. Thank you. 
Thank you for being the great man that you are. Thank you for even possibly saving my life. Thank you. A lot of men don't feel a lot of heartfelt appreciation. And because of these reasons are why guys suffer in silence. Because see, no matter how great a man is, no matter how good you are, no matter your benevolence, your goodwill towards others, in a man's world, guess what? It's no more than what you should do. It's no more than what you ought to do. And see, I have to be honest. A man is more likely always, 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 always to be ridiculed and scrutinized than to be praised, celebrated, and appreciated. Dead ass. See, no matter how great a man is, even in his with his wife and everything, he could have been a great provider, an outstanding father, an outstanding husband. But because he cheated, or because he had a couple of indiscretions, all that is overlooked, all of his provisioning, all of his protection, all of his faithfulness to the woman in the situation, all of his dutifulness, all of his obligatory will be overshadowed because of his one or two discretions outside of that marriage. Meanwhile, women are always pandered to. Women are always, people always tend to make excuses for women of why they can't do this or why she can't do that. Men, on the other hand, we don't get those parties. We don't get those excuses. We don't get that type of favor that women do. And that's just what it is, bro. Now, I don't say this guy, I don't say this to bellyache or to cry about anything. But man, this is the brotherhood, this is the fellowship. I deal with men issues because we're men. And I know that the world don't really care about men. The world doesn't care for men that's homeless. The world doesn't care for men goes without food, goes without love, goes without appreciation. And they wonder why mental illness is so high, it's higher amongst men than it is amongst women. Because women, men, we don't really have a real support system for real. We don't. Again, to stress this, I can't emphasize this enough, even amongst own men. We don't have patience for one another. We don't really have understanding for one another. You know, a man just can't really go to another person and just say, hey, man, I'm tired. Hey, bro, I'm weary. Hey, bro, I'm a little confused right now. Hey, I'm a little unsure of myself. I'm a little uncertain of myself. Because, men, we always had to come outside and play the role of Superman. We have to pretend like we're unbothered. We have to pretend like we have no emotions. We have to pretend like, you know, we don't get hurt. We have to pretend like, you know, 
were some type of supernatural being. Right? Because again, society tells men that get over it. No matter what your issues are, get over it. Again, society tells men that we should not be celebrated. To give and never return and never expect anything in return. Again, society tries to tell the male, don't look for love. Just volunteer your services, your time, your energy, your effort, and your money. Because the reward comes from God. And this is very true. But men, we need love too. Men, we want to be loved is also. Men, we also want to be appreciated. And a lot of guys don't understand. This is why, again, yet again, a lot of guys suffer in silence. Because there's a lot of unreal expectations of men. Financially, there are a lot of unreal expectations of men. Emotionally, there's a lot of unrealistic expectations of men. Spiritually, there's a lot of unrealistic expectations of men. If someone spits on a man, we're expected not to retaliate. We're expected to turn the other cheek. We're expected not to defend ourselves and our family. Or you'll get arrested. You'll go to jail. So a lot of guys learn to just take shit. And it goes against our very biology of being warriors, being protectors. Men, bro, we're not made to tolerate shit. Men, we're not made to be subservient to other people. Men, we're not constructed or built to just roll over and die. We're not just really made to build like a good boy. Someone can just pat us on our head, bro. And they wonder why the energy of simping and simpery is so, you know, rampant in our land. But this is why. And if a young boy doesn't have a father or some type of male figure in his life to say, hey, man, rumble, young man, rumble. If he doesn't have that around him. He will always grow up being somebody else's lap dog, being someone else's bitch, being someone else's mule, being someone else's fool, being easily manipulated. Men are not made to be humble. Let me say that again, bro. Men are not made to be humble. The only one we're supposed to submit ourselves to is the most high. Uh, Bro, there's impo it's impossible for a man to be humble and be wildly successful. Any successful man that you see, they have some bravado about them. They have, you know, the balls the size of grapefruits about them. And they wonder why a lot of men are mediocre. Because when you always have to live your life in this... Roman Grecian society always having to take down. Like for an example, right? What do men do these days when there's conflict or trouble? They call the police. Why are you calling another man 
to handle your conflict. See, men, we're supposed to handle our own conflicts. Naturally, that makes men soft. When a man can't handle his shit for fear of, of, of imprisonment, or for fear of being jailed, or for fear of losing his job, or for fear of losing his freedom. Again, bro, that wears down on on the uh, morale of a man. Nowadays, men, we're always in a controlled environment. Again, bro, that wears down on, you know, it diminishes and the values, the creativity, the vision, the ambition, and the fire, the fortitude of a man. I mean, in every way, when they even try to restrict men from only being with one woman. Oh, you can only have one woman. Again, bro, that's how they put a man in a straitjacket. That's how they limit and restrict a man from being great. When they make all of these rules and put all of these restrictions in place on men. But see, that's what society is all about, trying to subdue men. But yet on the other end, they would tell women, oh, be just as free as you want. Do what you want. Have as many men as you want. Start that business. Do this and do that. See, women are encouraged to be free, to be creative, to be unmitigated, to be unrelenting, which is all the characteristics of men. But see, you can keep a man subdued when you can keep him in a fractured state. When you can keep a, keep a man down and where he feels broken. He's not confident. He's not self-defined or self-convicted. Now you bestow the power to women. And they relinquish it from men. I want you guys to truly understand the agenda, the propaganda, and the programming of our society. And again, a man suffers in silence. That's why a lot of guys are secretly angry. A lot of men are secretly frustrated and are not happy. Let me say that again. A lot of men are not happy. A lot of men are not content. They're not. Because everything that a man does is for her. Everything a man does is for them. But what's for him? That's why I always tell you guys, man, you got to start understanding life. Never do anything for free. What's in it for me? Because a lot of guys, we cannot afford to be self selfless. You know why? Because if we go broke, if a man goes empty, if a man depletes himself in any way, shape, or form, who's going to be there to pick him up? Who's going to be there to uplift him? So men, more, more so than ever, we have to understand the premise of self-preservation. I mean, dead ass. We got to understand that. Survival of the fittest. Who do you save? Do you save yourself or do you save others? You got to choose you, man. And society doesn't want the man to choose him. And yet again, this is why so many guys suffer in silence. 
Because it's all man has always been taught to give. That's why a lot of guys, they feel like, oh man, the best thing, man, I'm supposed to give everything to a woman. I'm supposed to do this and that. And what happens when that woman leaves him? When a woman disses him for the sleight of hand, this is what causes the cry out of the red pill community, of the passport bros, of mental, or save yourself black man, or save yourself white man, or save yourself young man. Because what have you gained? What have you gotten? Bro, let me tell you guys something, man. Do not be part of an organization that doesn't benefit you. Do not get involved with relationships that don't benefit you. Do not get yourself involved with affiliations and initiatives and movements that don't recognize you. That don't appreciate you. You get nothing for that at the end of the day. All you get is feeling like, damn, I've just been used. Damn, I've just been abused. Damn, I've just been overutilized and underappreciated. Damn, I just got played. Damn, I just got finessed. Damn, I just got fleeced. Damn, I just got stretched. Because people will use you up and spit you out and there will be no apologies. There will be no, oh, my bad. There will be no acknowledgement of the wrong that's been done to you. People laugh at men for being gullible. See, no one is going to say, oh, that poor, poor guy. It's a shame that that woman used him that way. In fact, no other guys will laugh at you. Other people will, you know, torment you. Other people will ridicule you and say, you simp, you sucker, you loser, you bum, you square, you lame, you cornball, you goofball, you goofy, you clown, you idiot, you imbecile. That's what men get. See, only women, if a woman gets played, if she gets misused and abused, if the woman gets overutilized and underappreciated, people are going to look at her like she's the poor damsel in distress. That's a shame. Bad, bad man. See, if organizations, churches, initiatives, and movements use women, there will be an outcry for those women. There will be a rally for those women. There will be protests for women. No one protests for men. There are no outcries and no lamentations for men. For getting in play, for being abused, for being misused. Because guess what? You're a man. You ain't got no feelings. Now if you do have a man, I'll oh, buck up, pal. Oh man, you acting like a female. Oh man, you acting like a bitch. See, in our society, men have been brainwashed to get used to get, get used to fuckery, to get accustomed and acclimated to being misused and abused. Oh, come on, man, what's the matter? See how the devil does, bro? Huh? You see how people will use reverse psychology? To play a man and make him feel like maybe you're wrong for demanding your respect. 
You're wrong for demanding some appreciation around this bitch. And they wonder again why the suicide rates with men are five times, six times, seven times higher amongst men and women. They wonder why so many guys suffer in silence. They wonder why some guys crash out. They wonder why some guy just say, you know what, I'm quit. I'm done with this shit. I'm taking my ball. I'm going home. I'm leaving this order. Now, why do you think a lot of men don't attend church anymore? Why do you think so many guys don't want to be married anymore? Why do you think so many guys don't want to get involved with the community anymore? Because a lot of guys are waking up and starting to see, hey, man, I got to preserve myself. People do not really appreciate me. People do not really want to pay me for my work. People don't really want to pay me and really compensate me fairly, commensurately for what I've done, for what I've given, for all the sacrifices that I've made. And they wonder why got men are becoming more and more selfish. They wonder why men are starting to give, give a fuck less and uh, more and more and more. Because a lot of guys are starting to wake up and realize, wait a minute, man. I'm not being loved properly. Wait a minute, man. I'm not being respected. I'm not being appreciated. See, the love language for a man is respect. I'm not being revered. I'm not saying that I need to thank you, thank you, thank you all the time. But a little appreciation sometimes goes a long way. See, people will use you, and when you're a man, as a cleanup man, as the janitor, as the garbage man, if you're not careful. This is why a lot of guys don't want to vote these days, because the politicians and everything, they're not making men a priority. You got the transgender that have more rights than men. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about that? We got the trans people and no, no knock against them, but oh, I'm just talking about human rights right now. Where's the outcry again? Where was the rally? Where's the initiatives for men? Because even when we say Black Lives Matter, they did it in the name of trying to use black men to have this rally. But then when you understand the people that all joined in. It was hijacked from the black man about everybody else. The immigrants. The alternative lifestyle community. The women. It became a movement about just people that were just irritated with the government. But where was the cry for the black man? Where was the outrage for the humanity of men? You will see you will see no such thing. And in society, they don't care give a fuck about locking a man and throwing away the key, literally. Especially when you're a black or a brown man. In this society, they don't give a fuck about giving a man life, a man doing football numbers, a man serving one and two and three life sentences. In this society, they don't give a fuck less if you rot. If a man dies, yeah, they'll bury him, you know. Uh, 
put the flag over his casket and say thank you for your service. That's all he's going to ever get. And that's only out of a thing or a place of a moment of silence. That's why I tell you guys, man. And I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I encourage you guys to be a narcissist. Not in the sense of, again, self-absorption, but in the sense of self-possession. In the sense of appreciating yourself. Because no matter what you do, no matter what you give, no matter, no matter how many years you serve faithfully and dutifully and beautifully in a military, in an organization, for a company or a corporation, in a marriage or relationship, you will never truly be appreciated for what you've given, for what you've done as a man because why again society feels that as a man that's you supposed to do you know oh you're supposed to you're supposed to give you're supposed to serve you're supposed to be there in the community you're supposed to mentor little boys and little girls and no man you ain't supposed to do nothing you're only supposed to do what god wants you to do if you feel like that's his will, then you do it. But see, like, I listen, bro, like, I've even had to tell women in my own life. I said, you know what? Yeah, I don't have to do it with you, though. Yeah, I don't have to maintain a place with you. No, yeah, you know what, bitch? I ain't got to be with you. You know what, bitch? I ain't got to love on you. Y'all see what I'm saying here? And this is why a lot of guys suffer in silence because they don't even have the authority. They don't even have the gravitas. They don't even have the testicular fortitude to tell a bitch that. And this is why a lot of guys get played. This is why a lot of guys get finessed. The chicanery runs deep. A man getting swindled. Out of his birthright, who he is, what he is, how he is, it's never ending. It's a continuum. Why you think sometimes, man, a guy loses his job? He's ready to just crash out and just take out the whole family. Because he understands that that was his only worth. That was his only value. His wallet. What he can provide, what he can do. And they wonder why a lot of men suffer in silence and have low self-esteem because when men, ever since you were a little boy, when you can constantly hear how much money you got, how much money you got, how much money you make, what you got, what do you have? Imagine anybody, no one in the on the face of this planet is strictly valued. Or quote unquote love based on the, the inanimate object of money. Men, we have souls. Men, we are human. But again, society tells a man, you ain't shit if you're not making 150,000, 200,000, half a million. If you're not making 10 million a year, you ain't shit. 
I've often heard a lot of these guys, man, listen, these OGs, bro, sometimes, bro, I don't like these old motherfuckers. Because they would tell you as a young man, if you ain't got no money, you don't deserve no woman. If you ain't got no money, you don't need to be thinking about no pussy. And that's a lot from the pits of hell, bro. That's the life in the pits of hell. When the Most High told the man and the woman, be fruitful and multiply together. Replenish the earth together. See, this is all again, man. These OGs are trying to compete against you young guys, man. Let no man despise your youth, bro. Here you are, 18. And you got a motherfucker that's 60 years old. Trying to tell you, you can't get no pussy because you're not rich. Trying to tell you you can't, you don't have access that that you should, a woman should not love you and want to deal with you for who you are as you are. Because maybe you can't provide a lifestyle for her, bro. This is life from the pits of hell. You're a human being. You're a man. You're a man first and foremost. Money don't love nobody. Money is a utility. Money is a bargaining tool. Do you need money? Yes, you do. Because even the Bible tells you that money answers all purposes. But no one should try to just be with you for the purpose of your money. Just trying to get to your wallet, trying to get to your bank. That ain't what you made for, bro. You're not just made to, oh, man, I'm just here to just pay a woman's bills. And if I can't pay them, I don't deserve no love. No, bro, that's bullshit. You provide for the woman because she is into you, because she does want to be with you. And so because she's with you, that's part of a benefit package to her. When you can help her out, when you can provide for and everything. See, they got the game all twisted. They got the game all convoluted. A woman should not get with you or want to be with you because of your money. The woman needs to be with you because of you. See, it's amazing how men love women for nothing. Men love women for free. When a man sees a woman, it's all because of her essence. It's all because of just who she is. Even when it comes to sex, it's just because she's in, because she's attractive, because she's beautiful, because she looks good. But when a woman is looking at a man like, damn, I'll fuck him, but he's going to have to pay me. I'm going to fuck him, but what am I going to get out of this? See, this is why a lot of women, men, win over men. Because a man is just doing it on GP just for the pleasure of the woman. The essence of the woman. While the woman is there, she's on business. She's standing on business with dealing with that guy. Trying to get a bill paid. Trying to get a car note. Trying to, put a, trying to finesse herself. And trying to best herself in the best position to deal with this guy. And a lot of guys just accept this shit. As normal. And it's not normal, bro. It's abnormal. I want you guys to know, bro. That's an anomaly. That's fucking weird as hell. 
for you to be paying for pussy, for you to be paying for sex, when that is your birthright, bro. What's the purpose of a woman? Bro, the purpose of the woman is man. The purpose of the man, woman is to carry a man's seed someday, to carry a man's legacy. God created woman for the purpose of the man, not man for the woman. Refer to the scriptures, 1 Corinthians 7 and 11, I believe it is. There that. Again, bro, that's no real, even amongst men, there is no real brotherhood a lot of times. Even amongst men, there is no real um, assistance. There is no real family. There is no real place of comfort and refuge for men. Just isn't. And again, that's why a lot of guys can feel like they put to the back of the line. A lot of guys can suffer with low self-esteem, low self-worth. A lot of men can feel damn. Does anybody care? Is anyone listening? And don't just be a regular guy. Oh my God. A guy with no athletic ability. A guy that's just the blue jacket, the guy that just goes to work and minds his business. He's not up on a podium. He's not up in front of people. He's not up on a mic. He's not on a silver screen. See, bro, this is who my content is for. Maybe you're a trucker. Maybe you work in a warehouse. Maybe you're not looking for the spotlight. You just want to be a regular dude. And you're good with that. You're cool with that. You're just trying to stay out the way. You're not really looking for fame. You're not really looking for an exorbitant lifestyle. That's why the average man suffers the most. You're just a guy, hey man, I like my job. I love what I do. I'm not looking to be a millionaire. I'm not looking to, you know, lead a whole nation of people. Ain't nothing really wrong with that. But again, women don't want to be with that type of guy. Again, that type of guy is never celebrated. He's never recognized. He's never thanked and truly appreciated. Even the simp, bro, the simp is made a mockery of. I tell y'all all the times that women love simps. Why do women love simps? Because a simp can just be walked all over. Why do you think women marry simps the most? Because a lot of chicks nowadays just happy, just want the guy that's just happy to have her. You don't require anything of her. You don't require her, you know, to have standards for her. That's who really women want. Most chicks just want the good looking simp. The guy that she can really control, the guy that she can really conquer, the guy that she tells him what to do. She tell him what is. She tells him what goes. She dictates to him how this relationship is going to be. Before the regular degular dude, he's going to go for that. He ain't really got no options. 
He ain't trying to play the field. He ain't trying to get outside and explore and, you know, realize his best version of himself. Because he's concerned with his work. He's concerned with just trying to do everything that he thinks is becometh of a man. Everything that he thinks is right or he believes in his heart of heart that he should do. I mean, dead ass. But deep down inside, he suffers in silence. Deep inside, he knows that this woman don't love him. The only reason why she's there because he is committed. The only reason why she's there because he does try. He's and she. He's his her higher bidder. He's going to go above and beyond to do everything in his power to keep her, to procure her. And they wonder why so many men are suffering in silence. They wonder why so many guys are not happy. So many guys don't have a pleasant disposition. Why would a man... And why would a man have a pleasant position? How could he have a pleasant kind of, um, demeanor about himself? And he's been being used up his entire life. His entire life, he's been told that the only his only value is how much money he makes. Can he pay the bills? He's never looked at for who he really is. His essence. His character, his spirit, his energy, people trying to learn his quirks, his idiosyncrasies. No one is really trying to connect with him for real. No one is really trying to see or understand him for real. When most people don't ask, hey brother, how's your day going? How are you? His whole life, most men hold their whole life, they're neglected, they're rejected. They're ignored. Their goals, their needs, their wants is, you know, is not a priority. And a man that, that, that demands that, that commands that, he's an asshole. He's a narcissist. He ain't shit. He's the bad guy. Well, listen, bro. Of demanding and commanding your respect, your honor, your dignity, make sure, asshole, I choose that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Because, see, all this talk, a lot of people think they're saying something. You know, they're always telling a man, take the low road, take the low road, take the low road. The only guy that constantly takes the low road is guys with low self-esteem. Guys that don't understand who they are. Because even so many of you under the sound of my voice, y'all may want to disagree with me about that. But man, I'd rather be high-stepping than high-siding, bro. Something, many times the high road is walking away from a situation that don't benefit you. A lot of times the high road is saying no, that won't go. Because that does affect the man's morale.
when he always, always, always has to eat crow. He always, always, always has to brown nose and take shit. Even going to work, he never checks the boss. He never checks the supervisor. They ask him to do something, it's yes all the time. Yes, I got it. All right, I'll do it. Yes, yes, I will. And that, listen, at times there's nothing wrong with that. But you can't go your whole life being a stool pigeon, bro. That's what I'm telling y'all, man. That wears down on the man. And they wonder again why so many guys have illicit mental illness issues. Because they're not checking on the mental and emotional health of a man. And then that begins to affect the man's physical health. That begins to affect a man's spiritual health. But in close, I want to say this, man. Be encouraged, man. Man, we have to run to the most high. That's our only refuge. That's our only friend. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Well, all our griefs to bear. Because society will burden a man. Society will put pressure, undeserved pressure, might I add, on the man. The only one that's going to uplift us and encourage our hearts and our souls is the most high. Because we are made in the image of glory of him. You can't run to your woman. You can't always run to your friend. There are no hot laws to call, hotlines to call. There is no place to run. There is no place to hide. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. But all our griefs to bear. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. I know many of you all, man, will say, man, I'm not a religious man, bro. I ain't into that Jesus stuff, bro. I ain't into that most high or that God stuff, bro. But all of you guys that says that, any man that's ever said that will be the man that suffers the most. Is the man that seems to be the most suicidal and even homicidal. I guarantee you that. You will be those guys that are the most hopeless. Those will be the men that live a life of, the, of despair and manic depression. I guarantee you that. When you don't put God first. When you don't understand that, you know, uh, my help coming from the Lord. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about a church organization. I'm not talking about denomination. I'm talking about being on that God frequency. Which is the highest frequency of them all. I'm talking about being on that God frequency and that heart frequency. That's what I'm speaking about. When he will lead and direct your path, when you're sitting back in your man cave, in your chair, and you're trying to figure this thing out called life, you're trying to figure out your finances, you want to be richer, you want to be better, you want to have more, you want to live a better life of total prosperity and abundance. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm speaking to.
And I sincerely can say this, man, because that's my part of my testimony while I'm here. Because there have been a lot of times, bro, I ain't have a friend. Some of us, man, is me and we want to go to the bottle. We want to smoke. We want to, you know, look for some type of substance or some type of psychedelic to alter our reality and to kind of so that we can, you know, cope with life. Our greatest coping mechanism is the most high spiritual walk. That's when we get our inspiration from. This is where we get our guidance from. This is where our true peace comes from. It doesn't come from a woman. It doesn't come from uh, alcohol. It doesn't come from weed. It doesn't come from, you know, even money or your success. Or your livelihood. Ultimate peace. Ultimate freedom. Lies at the foot. And the hem of the most high. I'm going to leave it here. I hope all is well and well is all. And wish you well from the wishing well. Hopefully I've said something. That will edify you. That will enlighten you. That will be the greatest picker upper. In your ultimate empowerment. And again I hope all is well and well is all. And wish you well from the wishing well. Until next time be the primal beast. of your absolute primal best. And always remember, ordinary men can do extraordinary things if you just believe in the most high and the power and the might of I am. I think, therefore, I am. And always remember, brethren, that you are more than a conqueror. I am more than a conqueror. I want you guys to continually keep that in your spirit and say that to yourself all day. I am more than a conqueror. That's why I'm here for us, man, because I understand the challenges that we'll be thrown with every single day. Double salute again to each and every one of you. Till next time, stay tuned for the next episode. Uh, peace and love. I'm going to talk to you soon. Shalom.